Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Arathian Unofficial Spoiler Podcast, Season 2, Episode 3. Uh, I am Van. Sanchez Dave here. Hey, everyone. And uh, a couple of things to note. Um, first, that Sir Keegan was right, that uh, the Warmonger is labeled incorrectly. We are now on this past session was Session 8, in fact. Uh, the problem being, there are four uh, videos that are labeled Session 6, and not just the two videos that came up. Uh, the actual Session 6 is a three-hour session, and the one after that is a four-hour session. And everyone is wearing different clothes, so he didn't just mash them together. <laughs> I mean, if the previous episode hadn't um, been split in half, it could have been Session 666. <laughs> <laughs> It's the same thing with Regicide. There are now, like, Regicide, there's two Session 4s, and they are wearing different clothes as well. If you would like to just, you know, check to make sure that we're not wrong, but I'm, I'm, I watch both, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, another point. Um, this past week was the series finale of Kingwalker. Kingmaker, Planeswalker. Yes. I mean, you may as well call it Kingswalker because you know, King it's all taking the same thing. <laughs> And just when it gets into me, we're going to have to somehow figure, put that one in there too. So it's going to be King and Walker? <laughs> or... <laughs> or King... Hashtag King Walker, guys. Hashtag King Walker. <laughs> um, but um, yeah, we're, we're going to do that last. We're not really going to go over the series finale. We think that you guys can probably watch it. Uh, a lot went into that series, and there were a lot of emotional parts towards the end, and uh, a lot of um, cool little things that uh, we will, I think we'll be able to see throughout the world, maybe, one one day. But um, Yeah, especially with how um, that ended. <laughs> but if you want to know how that yeah, ended, exactly. so, two different methods, people, two different methods. <laughs> but i mean we, we we may touch on some of the some of the things that were brought up um but we're not going to go over this series uh finale beat by beat like we usually do um and we'll begin talking in a little bit about hashtag king walker <laughs> <laughs> overall as a as a whole delrick's gonna have no idea what the hell that even means <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> So do you want to jump into um, Regicide first? Yeah, we can jump into Regicide first. we um, start off with Level Up. With um, yeah. a lot of time spent on invocations and spells. And uh, Messi not needing to do it because he's already been one level higher the entire time. Like um, a certain other time where he did it where he wasn't supposed to, but this time he was supposed to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Rena only having to do health and indomitable uh, for fighter. I mean. Oh yeah, that's it. Yeah, so that was pretty quick for those two. Um, but it was it was cool going through. Uh, but yeah, it was like two hours for yeah. spells and vacations. <laughs> it could have gone faster if you know they weren't just having fun. But <laughs> yes, but no it, fun on the show. On your show, yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah. it is known. <laughs> it could have gone a little bit faster, but it was cool seeing uh, what kind of new abilities and and the 
you know, headspace that uh, Tyler is in when he's making Ophios and leveling Ophios up. So that's pretty good. Uh, um, after that, we had um, Yondas. Is, uh, I was actually pretty impressed by the end of it, but by the start of it, it was like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Tyler's the smarter one for once, how? <laughs> no, 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 it was pretty smart by the end of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, um, he goes out and decides that he needs to go and find the group. Um, that is the soldiers they brought him to get them to get out of there. <laughs> oh man, causing a distraction. The, this part wasn't as frustrating, but it was a little bit. It was like, I see where you're coming from, but you can like, you know, not look it's like not, it's just the entire. Yeah, I'm not going to hide who I am. <laughs> thing was like, yeah, that's going to come back and bite you. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean. I think I think Messi knew that because Derek kind of pointed out multiple times, like, "Are you sure? <laughs> you, you're gonna yeah. go put on a cloak, right?" And he's like, "No, I'm good. I'm fine. Don't worry about it." <laughs> so I think he just does that sometimes to like ramp up some of the tension when he feels like he he you know he wants something to happen. But <laughs> it's, I think it's the same way, the same reason he doesn't like roll luck sometimes. It's like yeah, yeah, I'm just gonna run. I'm just gonna run with it. I want to see what happens. So, <laughs> yeah, but it was a little bit frustrating. I, I can understand that. A little bit, but then you realize the payoff. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so he goes and gets Flint to to get everyone to run because uh, there's a lot of people coming from the north and the west. And Flint's like afterwards, Flint's like, yeah, yeah, we'll go do that. Goes flies up to have a Oh shit, there's a lot of them. Why didn't you fucking say that? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny also how Flick keeps like is like trying to join the party all at all points in time. He's like, you guys want me to come with you, right? Like I I mean these are peons, so I should got I should be with you guys, right? It's like no Flint, go with them. <laughs> I feel bad for Flint. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, it is. Yeah, it has been on the siege time, hasn't it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, um, the other point was, uh, Yondas at that point decided he would go and try to seek out the baker. Um, <laughs> and the baker thought he was trying to um, uh, obtain a different type of white powder. Yeah, there we go. That's that's a good way to put it. <laughs> and uh, immediately closed the door on him because you know suspicions. But um, I, I I don't know if that baker just didn't know it was Yandis or was like, "Why are you coming to me? I told you not to come back." <laughs> like, different that? baker. Oh yeah, different baker. Quite a time period. It would have been a different baker because the other one was walking walking the others down the street at that time. Ah, oh, right. It was only ten minutes. That's right. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's true. Okay. Um. But uh, you know, after that, he decides to try to investigate the area. And after losing uh, Ophios and Rena's trail, after a little bit, he decides to look for somewhere to rest and go to sleep because his uh, mental abilities are not at running at full capacity. 
<laughs> Almost try to be more exact. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Makes like... use of his noble noble privilege feature from being a noble and um miraculously doesn't get uh, shanked in the night or anything like that. Yeah. <laughs> because he did not disguise himself. <laughs> I started laughing though because I just realized that what I just said could come off as an insult in in two different ways. <laughs> so <laughs> his brain wasn't running at full capacity there. But um, after he finds somewhere to sleep and you know decides not to change clothes inside after explicitly being asked if he was going to change clothes, <laughs> we jump over to Rena and Ophios. So yeah, don't open the doors. We thought that um, Kingmaker was uh, paranoid. Um, well, this one doesn't seem to be, or could be, uh, a bit different. Yeah. I mean, they actually have Paranoidous. a reason to be, right? They're, they're not yeah. inside a castle. <laughs> yeah, they're not in the middle of a castle, no. They're just in the middle of a housing building thing. It wasn't technically apartments, was it? So, yeah. So that was uh. At, at at that point, we um see Ophios actually do something that I, you know, it's kind of cool. Or I didn't think that he would actually do is give up his uh, his hood of disguise, and um. Well, it, it kind of makes sense to do that here after what they've just done. Yeah, and and the fact that he you know he can do it by himself anyway, but maybe they should have done that back when uh you know they were fighting the Yavin here. <laughs> a little while ago after they fought the Yavin here and were running together you know but it it, it worked it all works out so i mean there's a lot of things that with that level up but where he could have used it in um the fight with the Yavin here they came up like fly like tyler doesn't need fly you don't you would have needed it in that fight and otherwise you wouldn't really need it yeah yeah <laughs> just like he doesn't need the click anymore did he end up taking that uh, teleport ability? Because, like, Tyler uses teleport. I mean, that's like his most used ability. <laughs> <It's> teleport. <laughs> if it's one thing I know Ophios does is teleport. So I was wondering, did, did he take the teleport te- the teleport ability for one of his? Uh, was that an invocation or was it a spell? I forget. Um, what he, was talking about. he took sickening radiance, I think, for the spell. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The exhaustion one. Yeah. Okay. I, I forget. Because I, I know he's supposed to get an invocation, too. I was wondering if he took it or not, because I, I, miss, I missed that because I was at work. But, um... I admit, I was trying to distract it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, chat was also going. <laughs> so... <laughs> oh, man. But anyway, um... Some some cool interactions that uh, happened between um, the guy hiding Rena and Ophios was that um, Ophios actually showed him his clutch's symbol, and the man said that he, he's seen the symbol before in a parchment, and um, from then he was theorizing that Ophios must be from the organization's higher ups. Um, but he asked that Ophios um, not give him any more information because of the quote-unquote elite guards <laughs> um being able to extract information quite easily so yeah i wonder how that possibly could have ever happened 
I absolutely, I still love that Patreon session. I still love that I was the only one to walk out of it alive. <laughs> <laughs> and the one Trump card during um, we decided we're malted. Uh, let's give the prototypes a whirl, and uh, someone else played a curse, and we're seeing some more prototypes in action. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did she mm. have that kind of ability as well? Jim, no. No, I'm okay. saying that I'm... Because she's the one that took him to go yeah. back to Paradell. And then the trump card was for him to... Because it's about like two years, I think, like in-game sort of thing, that he'd been away for a year or so, a year and a bit or so. Maybe in that time they could have been training people. Maybe yeah. Now could be a good time to try them out, sort of thing. And then now there's some elite guards roaming around in um, uh, Renaissance. And they've all got that ability too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> but, uh,. So the so Ophios and Rena are pretty much safe at this point. Um, Rena decides, along with her hood of disguise, that she's going to make herself an armor that doesn't look like a Paradel Commander because literally everyone has pointed out the fact that she looks like a Paradel Commander since she's had that armor. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, Ophios gets a, a cool new uh, thing as well. He gets. Um, he starts investigating the larger crystal that he found at the Yavanir's uh, mansion, and he realizes that he can break it off and uh, attune it to a smaller piece of it, which actually becomes his new focus, uh, allowing him to cast one extra spell a day. Um, oh, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah. One extra spell per short rest, because he doesn't have to worry yeah. about days. I think sorting them with a little bonus as well from the Yeah. He gets um, Wrathful Smite. Yeah, Wrathful Smite. smite. So it was, it was, and it was going to get fourth level one that he could have gotten if it rolled better, but it didn't roll better. Yeah. I mean, there was. He no... shouldn't roll worse. <laughs> he could have destroyed the crystal altogether because he did specifically say it was brittle. So... <laughs> well, I've seen a lot of crystals that also go boom. That's them. true. <laughs> Oh man! Um, I mean, Flint does make a habit of using it for the exact purpose. <laughs> oh man! Booming boom! <laughs> That's yeah. his new ability. <laughs> it's booming boom! <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then I think we jump back to Yondas at that point where he is. We should probably mention that they. That while they're in that room, there's a candle thing which can hide them, apparently. Ah, right, 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 right. So the the candle, yeah. So if they ever need to speak, like, um, normally not in character and that sort of thing, these candle sort of not in character as to who they're pretending to be, while well, they're pretending to be their characters in the game, of course, mm-hmm. but um, <laughs> <laughs> not meta chat, you know, just <laughs> not acting. Preconception. Right. <laughs> So, yeah, there's that. Um, he did specifically ask him to save a bit of that candle so that he's able to still use it as well. 
So uh, that's when Rena decides that they may be able to speak Slacona, whispering as quietly as possible to each other. That way, if people are trying to listen, they don't know what, what they're saying to each other. It is a strange language, though, so if there's lopers around, they'll know it. <laughs> well, maybe not Mr. Not, but we recognize it, definitely. I somehow doubt they get a they get a degree in learning the language. I think they just get a, oh, that's what they're speaking? Oh, their bad guys kill them. Wait, they... Okay. Maybe I'm misremembering, but I thought the, the loper understood Ophios when he said something in uh, Slacona. I don't remember that happening. Okay. Maybe I'm just misremembering that. Because they speak their own language, and then he speaks his own language. Unless they... Unless they're at the gate and we're talking to that one that uh, with the arms. Because I think that's the only one that... Unless they have more in captivity somewhere. No, I thought, I thought it was a little bit more recent than that, but... I may just be misremembering it and just like speculating, just speculated it, but it's whatever. <clears throat> but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they would definitely re- recognize the language, I think, but they may not be able to understand what you're saying. So uh, I think now we go on to Yondas. Yeah. Uh... This was a, a Yondas heavy episode. <laughs> well, um, it was also two hours worth of um, character creation. But, uh... True. <laughs> I mean, but they almost did, like, they did, like, it was a five-hour episode, so mm. it was still three hours of play, I think, for the most part. Round about, maybe, <laughs> potentially. <laughs> How many tangents? All the tangents. <laughs> well, Scott's got a couple new um, emotes, so I think one of them might be um, applicable. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, totally good one. <laughs> hashtags. Hashtags and all that. <laughs> oh man. Um, so with Yandis not changing his clothes, uh, the guards decide that they need to check the um, noble. What Dignitaries are... and such. Yeah, yeah they, they, they need to change that house. I mean, that building, basically. Um, just in case... Um... <clears throat> well, because the oven here has just died, and who's going to want to kill the oven here? Probably someone of the nobles, or someone that's from not, not from around here. True. And that house apparently satisfies both of those uh, <laughs> those points, so they decide they need to check there. They investigate uh, the rooms, I guess probably looking for stuff like weapons and uh, equipment or whatever. But since Yandis doesn't need any of that, he didn't really. <laughs> yeah, it's just a pity that he was having the hardcore, hardcore assassin Assassin's Creed sort of running around talking to Flint in the same outfit that he didn't bother to change. But you see, that didn't come up until later. In the beginning, he was doing okay until he decided to like you know basically lie while telling the truth um saying that yeah he saw the battle and he was quite like you know terrified and that's why he returned here and all these other things and um the guard decided that he needed to check out yondas's a few of yondas's memories and found out that yes indeed he was at the uh brothel <laughs> yeah. 
And uh, once he got that little piece of information, he decided he was going to um, interrogate some of the yeah, other guests. Yeah, follow up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's going to, you know, inter- interrogate some of the other guests as to not um, tip off that he knows it was Yandis or he mm-hmm. has suspicions about that person. Or Yandis, anyway. And then um, the next day, as Yandis begins to uh, go out looking for stuff, he decides to... um... No, no, no. I think at that point, that's when he heard the ringing. When he left the building, he heard heard this faint ringing sound and recognized Mm -hmm. that it was a loper ability, basically (laughs) tracking him. Yep. (laughs) He realized it was an implant. That's that's what it is. It's a a psychic implant in his brain, um, being able to track him. This is another Loper ability that's cool as shit. That uh, I I wonder if Yandis can do it, and he just hasn't done it yet. But But, um, at that point, uh, Yandis hears that uh, the same guard that interrogated him inside the building to come out, uh, telling him to come over and saying that um, he knows that he was at the brothel and doesn't want to... uh, Yes, come over here and have a nice chat in the alleyway. In the alleyway. <laughs> it's about a brothel, of course. <laughs> and then Yandis being um truthful, which is which is good at this point. It says that he doesn't have a wife, so it's you know, it's no big deal. And then the guard goes, Yeah, but you were at the brothel with one of your guards, right? And he goes, Ah, you guys are guys are good i don't know how you found this out never actually saying yes or no just always like just skirting having to like not lie about the whole thing (laughs) which is cool but uh he then says that it wasn't his guard he finally gives up that it wasn't his guard which the which helped him out because uh Apparently, the guard already knew that it was um, a commander. commander. Yeah. And, uh, so it was an informant who said... Yep, 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 yep. So, the guard was curious as to where the heck the commander went afterwards. Which... We all know that they were wandering around in a different freaking outfit somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Well, the Yandis doesn't know, so he can't give up that information. And um, he actually didn't fail his will save that time, so he didn't have to give up her name either. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh, so the, the guard asks, is, okay, so we're, uh, who who are you? And Yandis, this, I think this is the first time we get a name for um, the Leetland Patriarch, which is now... Neil, I think it's short for Neilius. He was saying, he he was saying that during like the whole chat thing, uh, where they were talking over each other for a little bit. But if it's not Neilius, then it's just Neil. But I think he did say something about Neilius. Anyway, it's Neil Leland, <laughs> and he failed his deception check, uh, of course, and um, because they always roll bad. <laughs> I think I literally wrote near. Oh, we decided they're going to jail montage. 
<laughs> so trying to pass himself off as his father, the guard of course doesn't believe him. Uh <laughs> Yandis using his um noble clothes as a amazing distraction or um I guess his it's his still still his ability is like point of privilege or whatever. He uh just follows directions and of course because he's a PC he doesn't get knocked out as easily and is able well, to Well that's because unfortunately Scott rolled badly. And then for once Yonder's rolled well. <laughs> that's yeah. Yeah, but I, I feel like if it was an NPC it would just instantly happen, so you know. But um you know, he's able to play and it up. He rolled really well with deceptions and things like that to get the crowd to save his ass. <laughs> he's able to play it up. He's able to play yeah. it up quite well. So, yeah, run away and then finally change his clothes and get into mental contact with Rena and Obios here, letting them know that hey, uh, these guys are chasing me, so we're not gonna meet up for quite a little. <laughs> quite a bit (laughs) so just bunker down until (laughs) until i give the word and that's pretty much where the session ends yep so we've got a fortune's favor to wait for because someone's outside (laughs) oh right right about uh opios's uh weapon i'm looking forward to see what scott does with that because it seems like he's gonna do more than he was originally. There's doing. a lot of begging for fortune's favors, and then Naga comes in with one. Okay, okay, Naga. I mean, it was a good idea. <laughs> there's a, there's a, um, there's a, uh, I think it was. Normally, drop one if there's. Normally, <laughs> drop one if they think they need it, not because they asked for it. <laughs> yeah. But there was a cool little. Uh, picture there was a funny it wasn't cool it was just funny it, it wasn't cool but it was it was funny a picture that uh i don't drop them right aside yeah. <laughs> yeah it's not cool okay i know it's just funny <laughs> of course i have to reference it <laughs> <laughs> you take the lead on this one since i took the lead on regicide <laughs> so um this one got split in half due to technical difficulties but we had a case of um well they needed to rest because they were running away from a huge fire and they were exhausted mm. well most of them were but most of them are mainly mean tessel they managed to get a managed to get a rest to take them down to fatigued and things like that. We'll clear that. And then they say, Oh right, that's all we did. Ooh, this big old patch of big old fire damage forest. With um Tessel going to them, yeah, um So someone turned that fire into a creature that's going to hunt me, so we probably shouldn't stick around. <laughs> um yeah. <laughs> I don't know how they managed to get into so much trouble. <laughs> that forest already, dude. <laughs> I mean, 
clearly it's not the outdoorsman, Nick. It's clearly old Tessel's fault. <laughs> and someone else is, um, I don't know if there was a fortune's favor of Trump card, but I think it's a familiar faces one. <laughs> uh, from the session before. <laughs> that made fire in the first place. Yeah. Who was shouting about fire gods in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> they ran off trying to get away from fire they lost position so now I had to go find position again and um, spots this enormous tree that uh, he wants to investigate that uh, Tesla's like no we need to go back we need to go we need to go we need to go please need to go be my leader and um, also we've got that thing chasing us like I said uh, so can we go <laughs> and, uh, yeah Eric's also going, um, yeah, we can go investigate the tree, but we probably should get back and lead our people in that sort of thing. There's, there's no concern about the creature on his part. No concern about the creature on Aaron's part. Jess <laughs> <laughs> is like, I read this, like, please, let's get away from it. <laughs> well, <he's... laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I was, I, I completely didn't pick that up. Why doesn't he care? <laughs> he's just like, yeah. We lost it. It's, we'll be fine. <laughs> oh man! But um, I mean, it's a it's a good point. I, I see where Tesla's coming from, especially because like, if he's not there, then Kingdom Rolls will, you know, definitely he will definitely be hurt <laughs> hurt when he has to roll. But the way that uh, Delig was describing it, they it seems like they had a couple of weeks before they, it was a problem, a huge problem anyway. Yeah. Um... I do love the fact that um, Nick at one point in the session goes something about a. Yes, I'm totally going to trust you on fire when you want to build up your capital on the side of a volcano. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, oh man! They head south towards the tree, um, and they find a big ass field of tall grass and flowers. It's around about sunset and they need to rest again because they're still buggered from before. They discover that the, oh, the, some of the flowers around the edge of this clearing are the ones that uh, gave Tessel's brother a hard time, the paralysis ones. Um, maybe they shouldn't touch those ones. <laughs> yeah, they, they were... Uh, I think Norn was just going to try to to move around them until he saw at that point that there were like huge bees over there as well like <laughs> enormous sized bees that also like use those flowers as pollen uh you know to, i to remember seeing in um the warmongers thing that uh, green got a chance to name the things mm. or something like that um something about coma roses and uh something bees oh nice okay so uh, I guess that's the name. Yeah. But there is a, a, a cool weird thing that happens like because um, I think when they came out, when they came out of the forest on the other side of the forest, it, it hit one anyway, um, it was around nighttime, probably I think he said some sometime around like sunset. Yeah, sure about sunset. And uh, so they decided to camp out 
uh, of course, uh, get a little bit of rest now that they were no longer uh, in the forest. <laughs> and uh, Narin, I think he, he's taking up the first shift, but he um, becomes fascinated with the sky, being able to see all the stars and the uh, constellations and all those other things. Uh, and <laughs> this, well, while... while you know, reveling in the beauty of the universe. Um, something creeps up on the group. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, I still kind of agree with Jake on uh, that if you're being dragged while you're asleep. It's just because just because I'm a really light sleeper anyway. <laughs> yeah, someone's uh, dragging me or touching me when I'm asleep, I'm straight awake. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you didn't get a chance to do that for a little bit. About 15 feet out of the tent before both he and Naren eventually see that hang on voice Varix over there yeah having <laughs> <laughs> uh, the whole um four testers still being asleep while this is going on and <laughs> totally doesn't remind me of another game I've played but um Uh, people that know know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> people that know just know. Huh? <laughs> I was waiting for the story. <laughs> Let's just say someone was still asleep and I wasn't. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, so something's got hold of Verix, who's, um, okay, nothing's actually holding him, but he's still being pulled or what? <laughs> Tessel does wake up and tries to um, hack at whatever's supposed to be pulling him and can't hit anything. So uh, maybe nothing's actually there. So how the heck is he still being dragged? Uh, it's at that point that uh, Varix is able to see that oh, there's this panther-like thing with a couple of tentacles hanging off it. Oh. Get it! <laughs> Yeah, that was the, um, of course, uh, for everybody, for people who don't know, that was a Displacer Beast. Uh, pretty cool being able to see that <laughs> in the lore as well. So, But um, those those are, it, I think that was the first time I've seen a Displacer Beast uh, in combat. I may be wrong, but it was the first time I actually seen it, but... Um, I mean, I I've seen videos about what Displacer Beast is. I've never actually yeah. seen anyone use them. Yeah, yeah, uh, the same thing, same thing. <laughs> like I've I've heard about Displacer Beast and how problematic they can be, but I've actually I've never actually seen it. So being able to see that kind of, kind of stuff is cool. Um, they able to scare it off, it seems. Yeah, they they scare it off, and Narin and Nabu uh, both take the time afterwards to resecure the uh, perimeter while they were um, while the other two get a little bit more rest and um, after that when Tessel and Varix both wake up they're like oh hell no we're done with this bullshit <laughs> we are going home <laughs> yeah yeah Tessel may have been there first but uh... <laughs> I mean I really don't understand why they don't like it <laughs> 
I think it seems such a pleasantly beautiful place. I mean, Naren's perfectly at home there. Yeah, I mean, did they did they not see that the, the stars in the sky? Like, I don't see why they did. Clearly, they're just not made of the right metal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, at that point, uh, Naren takes that, that chance to say that they're both basically, uh, excuse my French here, pussies. And that, fine, he will escort them home. <laughs> I mean, they really oh, could, man. they really could have found their own way if they really wanted to go straight away. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, apparently, um, they bump into some more halfway. Yeah, a, a decent sized group of that. <laughs> and uh, it 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 was interesting because, and I I did start to think that something was up because um, the way that Delaker described it was that once the halfway saw them, they just pointed them out and begin to jog in their direction rather than, you know, uh, do what the Hafui probably would have done uh, <laughs> on the other side of the forest, which is basically charge and start trying to kill them <laughs> immediately. <laughs> so when he used the word jog, I was like, oh, something's up. These aren't the, the normal Hafui that uh, Narwin's group is used to seeing anyway. Yeah. Now, uh, do you were you able to figure out what the creatures were that they were riding on to be able to catch up with uh, the mm. party? He said that they resembled like. Oh, okay, yeah, because he was saying like they um they kind of resemble like dogs, but you know, like he said they kind of resemble like uh deer or gazelle, like those type of animals. But they had like somewhat dog-like features, but the way that they ran was um, very different. And like the Hafui were able to um, <clears throat> hop off the backs—I mean, hop onto the backs of these creatures—to be able to catch up to uh, the party because the party's all medium-sized yeah. <laughs> creatures, so they're going to be able to outrun them anyway. <laughs> Otherwise. But uh, as the party is running and trying to escape um, from this group that's chasing them down, they see a large shadow in the sky, and uh, it's a creature that has the wingspan of um, about a mile. Yeah. Um, huh. <laughs> I guess they really got a chance um, to be rocked like a hurricane, eh? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> yeah. You could chase by a rock. The rock, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's diving straight towards them. I think that because they were running away from the Hafue who were in the forest at the time, uh, probably doing a patrol, um, they started running toward the tree, which made the rock very angry. Uh, and he immediately and it immediately started, um, diving down towards them, which they decided, eh, let's run a different way. Yeah, um, I think the rock lives in that tree now. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't think there's so much of a chomp as a splat with that one. <laughs> Maybe just the gulp at that point. Like, <laughs> oh, just an inhale. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> They're able to make it to a tree line and into the forest again. Right, yeah. <laughs> So they they run back yeah. into the the tree line because uh, it's a little bit harder for the rock to um, chase them in the forest <laughs> when it has to fly, and um, I mean I'm pretty sure it could bulldoze down most of the trees, but I just probably not gonna want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, I think that hurt a little bit, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could probably do it though. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I don't doubt it. I'm just saying. But um, mm. after the tree, the the group gets back into the the trees. Um, well, the trees, the forest. They uh, Narin looks back and he notices that the group chasing them is actually a lot smaller. Um, and that the group that is heading toward the forest is smaller than uh, way smaller than the group that he saw chasing them, and uh. He count he counts out for it to be exactly seven Hafue at that point. And um he takes his time to uh tell them to prepare to to like you know d- get defensive but don't attack because they're not immediately attacking. They're walking up and they're not uh charging in like they probably could have to kill the group. So he's saying that uh even though we going to prepare to to fight back we're going to attempt to parlay with the group and um at that point we find out that he only knows Karak and Perrin and so he tries to speak Perrin to them and they're like I don't know what the hell you're talking about dude <laughs> no hablo Perrin <laughs> um also another thing is that like I was saying before, that uh, Narin notices that these uh, Hafue are dressed differently than the Hafue that he's used to fighting. Um, and that one of the, the, the ones that step up to, I guess, um, negotiate, <laughs> they have a kind of like monotone face paint on. It's black, white, and gray. Uh, they seem to have bone accessories and on their face and parts of their body. Of course, their hair is different colors. They have a uh, violent, violet, uh, uh, colored eyes. So they they still do the hafue changing thing, but you know they appear to be uh, different than the ones that he's used to fighting. So after uh, Narin notices that they don't understand Perrin. Uh, Tessel attempts to start gesturing back. Hey, Macarena. The sound thing's a lot of, ge- lot of gesturing, a lot of gesticulating. Yeah. Hey, Macarena. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, if, I not... was, if I was on break for that one. <laughs> 
<laughs> the Macarena at one point, you know, stops working because they there's only so much gesturing that people are able to understand. <laughs> <laughs> And then Varix uh, speaks in Dalish and asking if they are able to speak the tongue of men. Um, one of them says a little bit. And then Tesla goes, oh, I can speak Dalish too. <laughs> and then he takes over negotiations from there. <laughs> Why didn't you stop with that? <laughs> <laughs> no, I've got the Macarena stuck in my head. It's just like, they still start doing Macarena to them. And Eric just talks to them in human language and they go, oh, yeah, we speak a lot. And it's just like, it just goes, oh, how could I do it at the entire time? <laughs> I love the way that uh, Scott Rowe played this well also, was that when he said they only understood a little bit, it was like they only understood a little bit. <laughs> so I love I love the way that he he went out role playing that actually making it a little difficult to be able to speak to these hafue. Like they had to be like, look, <laughs> uh, there's a lot of us. And um, were were you here for this one or you were at work? I was at work. Okay. The, so this, this entire little section with um, hafue, I was. Work. So basically, the, the conversation went down to uh, Tessel explaining that they don't want to fight; they just want to leave. Let them leave, and um, almost some slight miscommunication there because he was like, "Oh, you want to fight?" And he was like, "No, no fight, <laughs> no fight." <laughs> so uh, he explained that um, they are just trying to leave, and that you know they they should they should stay there and. They're they're looking to leave, so they don't need to follow them. Um, it also turns out that he uh, the the Hafue ask what these what they are, because um, they apparently have never seen them before. So that's when Naren's able to confirm some of his uh, speculations that these are a different group of Hafue because they don't know what the Karak uh, are. So he says but somehow um, they know what Dalish is. Yeah. I mean, they actually know what the barren land and barren lands are. So they once he said that they were Karak, um, he was like, "Oh, you're supposed to be in the barren lands. You eat people." <laughs> and he was like, "We don't eat people. Only some of us do." And then it was like, you know, that's when they pulled out their weapons, and he was like, "Wait, wait, wait!" And they were like, "You go, and you don't come back here." You know, basically gesturing and saying don't come back <laughs> so tesla was like took that as a win he was like i, I wanted to leave anyway so fuck this <laughs> told the group let's go <laughs> so the the party at that point uh basically um begins leaving and the hafue follow them uh up into i think scott said about a mile for about a mile at that point and then the party decides hey, you know what, uh, let's actually leave. And it takes, I wouldn't say about a day. Um, yeah, I think it takes about a day for them to... Because they get back at um, midnight to, yeah. um, to things to Naren's spot here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, midnight, they're one of the meeting in the morning, and um, Tessel's like, nope. Bye. <laughs> and Varys is like, I guess I'll bodyguard him. 
<laughs> and then we got to yeah have a fun little going into each of the advisors like what they're like and sort of thing with um yeah oh, yeah well because also mentioned also got to mention that uh tessa wanted to go as well because not only was he worried about um being leader for his thing and not wanting to be anywhere near Aldemar, it was also because he had a dream of a uh, raging inferno killing his people and destroying his mind so yeah so, um, not only that but the fact yeah. that tessel was probably the creature himself from my understanding of the dream like he he was looking in the scott was describing that the that they don't have a bunch of different lanterns because um you know the explodey part of the gases down in a mine <laughs> the explodey nature um and that they would have a few and be be using um mirrors all around the uh the mine to be able to reflect that light so tessa looks into the mirror and sees that his hair is a different color uh reading some orange and some little bit of red <laughs> and he's burning his people as he's trying to save them um all, all this kind of thing so i i picked up that he's it's probably just a warning not to settle in a volcano. Yeah. There <laughs> <clear> is that. <laughs> you will kill your people if you settle this volcano. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like you've gotten here, find out some information about the device that starts at 121.00 in this tickle video. So if you're interested in hearing more of that. Um, but yeah, those two bugger off. Um, and uh, Naran starts planning things out, wanting to... Um, um, it's a case of uh, telling them what happens. Uh, they have no idea what the heck they found, but they know really well as to where the hell they were. Mm. <laughs> um, no idea what the plants or beasts or anything like that, but, they can, but if it takes... On Street, Eric, or Rayon with him, he's got a plus four chance to find the truth again. Yep. Because it's three of them, yeah. That plus. Um, speaking of the rock, only two of them know of it. Um, uh, unlike Naren, they don't think that it is intelligent, they think it's a beast. So, yeah, it was uh, Shayla and I forget her name. Shala and. Um, yeah, Shala. And, uh, I've forgotten. Karza or Car Karza? Yeah. Karza's her name? Okay. I was going to ask you because yeah. I, for I, I kept forgetting. <laughs> I didn't spell it. <laughs> yeah, there's a G at the end of it, yeah. Karza. Okay. Okay. I think all it was. Just a case of. Yeah. Yeah. Like the. Doesn't actually speak to people. What do you. Okay. And then they have a big argument as to. Um, whether or not they contain the creature because uh, a certain someone said uh, we can break it to it, break it to our will, and someone didn't like that, and uh, they had to quickly go. Uh, yeah, it's been used to being in charge of itself for so long that uh, there's no way in hell we could break, break it. Well, yeah, more lying with it if we did anything like that. I think we did forget to mention that uh, Narin said to both Varix and. Um... Uh, Tessel, that he wanted that uh, the tree, 
and The Rock. <laughs> so <laughs> it was interesting that when once he got back, he was like, we're not going to be able to tame that thing. But he did say that he wants both the tree and the rock. So <laughs> it's not a matter of taming it; it's a matter of lying with it. Like yeah, said. yeah, that's true. The gang's allegiance rather than part of so, Yeah. Um, fun telling them about the how there's a uh, seems to be a different tribe of Huffley in there, and uh, wanting to find out what they can do with them, that sort of thing. And mm-hmm. basically, everyone's like. Yeah, we build a road to that area, and then we can do something about it. Yeah, yep. Even uh, goes so, so far as to say, like, they may be able to trade with them and not have to go to war with these Hafu <laughs> Just every other one. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, finding out about that. They really want to find out about these trees that can give life, takes life sort of thing, and uh, the whole um, them interrupting. Everyone's basically like, yeah, we should probably make some defenses against a rock. Mm-hmm. And uh, we had a certain mention of a certain family from a certain hobgoblin of mine. <laughs> and uh, so basically said, um, yeah, we could buy from them. It's just that it'll take a hell of a long time. <laughs> you could go steal the plans. Yeah, that'd be a... <laughs> I'll be away for a while. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And everyone else doesn't know what the heck it is. And just so... Yep. The only explanation is that they're a family from out west. And everyone else thinks it's from Eldemar. Eldemar. Yep. That was cool. <laughs> that was good. And, um... But Naren ultimately decides that the White Woods should be the first place to go for. And the general's like, no, we should secure the borders first and investigate the people that we've bumped into in the north. And uh, Naren's like, yeah, unfortunately, we have to do both. We can't just do one mm-hmm. because we, otherwise we're going to lose our place amongst the views of northern tribes. Right. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, that's where the episode ended. I think next week we're going to be um, getting a... Well, I guess it's this week. Since we're getting a similar episode. sort of advice of you from Varix and Tessel. Yeah. Right. And uh, Doug was also talking about uh, basically Mass Effect companion style quest happening in the future where maybe only one PC may um, be on the show that week. This would be interesting. Depending as to how they... How fast, or whether or not they can work together for it or not. Yeah. So. <laughs> All I'm saying is to note that my character's got a different accent to everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> also, we had the uh, teach cell about house repair <laughs> podcast this week. <laughs> In the very beginning, where we all uh, learned about, uh, I forget the kind of tape it was. I, I know it starts with a T, Teflon T. Teflon tape. Teflon tape, yep. 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 And uh, fixing your shower from making the screaming, screeching noise. <laughs> so, mm. <laughs> um, but let's talk about a little bit of a retrospect for Kingmaker. Uh, I'm sorry. King, King Walker. Singers, we've had the. <laughs> yeah, King's Walker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that I call it King's Walker, I'm just imagining an old man. <laughs> 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 oh, 
That's exactly I mean, what I'm imagining now. <laughs> considering as how um, um, Ellen aged really fast. <laughs> uh, that's a bit of a spoiler, but uh, we are supposed to be talking about the episode and that sort of thing. But we're yeah, it's a spoiler podcast. We can do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seeing as he aged really fast at the end there, I suppose King King's Walker is quite fitting. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, just a little uh, quick, quick thing. We're not going to go too, too in depth of it. You know, of course, they succeed at their quest. Um, we learned some some information and uh, about what's going on in the world and why things are the way that they are. And um, had some fun little discussions in alignment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, someone hasn't been good ever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that uh, two two people at the end also have a piece of this knowledge and will possibly be making changes. Um, very, very different changes. Very different <laughs> changes. <laughs> we also found out some... some one end of the spectrum and the other one. Yep. <laughs> We also found out some um, some information about a, a, a certain deity. Um, I won't go into well, more than one. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right. I, f- I forgot about that second one, but um, the 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 deity I'm talking about is the one that uh, that the other changes are going to be happening to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so anyway, this was the series finale, so we really don't want to. Um, even though we're spoiling some of the stuff, we we think you should go and watch it. This is more of a teaser portion, and we're gonna go into like a bit of the retrospective uh, of the entire series uh, since it's the end, you know. So we should do a little something. <laughs> uh, all those trump cards and curses. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So, uh, Very first time we could drop a curse on the moon, boom, there goes, um, what's the name? There goes Jaden. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. I was gonna say that too. <laughs> I think we discussed, I think we discussed the first, the very first curse in our, um, what is it called? Kingmaker, Kingmaker recap. Yeah, we talked about, yeah. So, basically, how that was, um, Neil was late, so I was like, yeah, I'll just leave a curse for him when he comes back for being like. <laughs> Things. Um, we had um, another curse because it took like a while. Like um, I would say after okay. a Sugo fight, after a Sugo fight for curses to become dearer again. <laughs> so they're all still relatively cheap around about the start there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. But, um, but another curse for um, that uh, writ that um, someone may have a uh, grave robbed for uh, going the wrong way, and, uh, <laughs> sparking the whole Lord Gwyn War. Before the war. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh wow. Um, I guess we can discuss some of the 
the things that we really liked about Kingmaker. Um, maybe some of the things we were kind of mad about. And then, um, I'm sorry, King King Walker. Since we're doing both, we're just going to mash the names. King's Walker! Some of the things we, we were mad about and um, maybe some of the highlights for us, you know? I mean, I think the triple trump card is still one of the best bits. <laughs> <laughs> Mutants undead, oh my. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was Slash's one in the background for wanting to bring back, a, bring back the loafer that died. Is undead or something like that. Or, and, um, then there's me playing one because I'd been in the patron session exploring that um, keep, and I, we didn't open right. up the um, we didn't open up the, um, the basement because, as far as we could tell, everything was up there, and we figured, yeah, we can leave that to them because that's the basement's locked. No one's going to go down there. Like, so I placed the trump card when they finally got there because it took them for never. I can explore those keeps. Is <laughs> that <laughs> like we're having to do it for them? <laughs> but oh. so like we didn't go into that basement. Chum cut. I'd really like to know what's under there. <laughs> <laughs> so when they come back out again, and it's just like, oh, the trap door's open. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, why is it open? And Erin drops a trump, drops her trump card, her first trump card in there. I was like, <laughs> "Oh, Erin's dropped one too." And then I think it was Anno dropped Anno or Viking that dropped the third one. I'm like, "Yep." Oh, <laughs> well, this is going somewhere fun. <laughs> Thus, unleash the undead plague all over a deer. <laughs> yeah. And the solar mutants all over the mountains. <laughs> oh man! I think um, one of my highlights. Yeah, one of my highlights was probably one of your trump cards. Um, that's where I realized how amazing trump cards could be, because it, it 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 was the one where you left the uh, the wraith up there at that key. <laughs> <laughs> it's got one of the killer patron game to feed it to make it stronger so it can actually kill that sort of thing like like it nearly did kill nearly did kill neil but it would have had yeah. um it would have had servants to help it kill him that sort of thing <laughs> i knew that something was up there i was like how can i get us to go away from that <laughs> <laughs> And basically, it was a case of we knew nothing about that keep. We knew something about the other keep. Let's get into that one. <laughs> That's yeah, that trump card too. <laughs> no, 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 no. They'd given us information about the one back down there. So, like, oh, okay, okay. Well, we've got. That's what we had the most information about. We may as well go for it because it'll be easier. <laughs> so, yeah, there was a little bit of metagame, but I found a way to make it. <laughs> Look, we can't have metagame cheaters like like we had last night, okay, with Rena. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny though how they all said it. <laughs> uh, freaking. <laughs> oh man, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> and they go in his ears the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> 
I keep getting messages. <laughs> I keep hearing this in my ears. <laughs> and then Scott's like, wait, wait, wait a minute. What are you doing? <laughs> wait, why are you sending him messages, Rita? <laughs> oh, but yeah, yeah. I, 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 with that specific trump card, I asked Scott, hey, is it possible for him a Matt screen to like just uh, leave a trump card in the place? And he was like, yeah, yeah, go ahead. And like, mm. Okay. Let's leave a trap for a favor. Go back to that Keith. <laughs> that was definitely one of my favorite cards because trump cards never killed anybody curses have like trump like trump cards only the first ever trump Mm -hmm. card killed someone i was very close to joining brill (laughs) (laughs) god damn it (laughs) it's also where we where we ended up uh finding our fun little um our heel turn. Oh, yeah, because that's another trump card too. Yep. So. There's there's another trump card there as well for the sword boy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, that that keep is just cursed, dude. <laughs> yep. We got devils coming. Pretty much out all of them are really. I mean, you know, but that that one particularly, devils. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They had that. That's where the devils I mean, originated. You know, I mean, wraiths. You got to compare it to the undead keep. Where there's that a uh, undead baby god in the basement yeah. that's been buried. You no, know it's probably still alive down there. You're, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! But that's Regicide's fault, not Kingmaker. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can blame it on Kingmaker. I mean, everything in a deer is basically Kingmaker's fault, right? <laughs> Even 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 uh what the sleep slumbering queen having the the power she does in Hod Gwyn is Kingmaker's fault <laughs> right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man! By the way, I love the slumbering queen. I I, I was kind of eh about her in the beginning, but the stuff that we've seen her do like in the Patreon game. Um and and the um yeah yes yeah the, during the Patreon game during that that session uh, she did yes. with Yondis uh you know the way she was talking to to Kingmaker once she actually acquired some power I was like I love this chick <laughs> uh, I love how our patron session almost had um a certain angry ghost go into the hospital or the. <laughs> Sick and dying people were shh all because she did this. <laughs> don't spoil if we hadn't if we hadn't intervened if we hadn't intervened, there would have been a, there would have been a mess. <laughs> oh man. Uh, is gonna be so pissed. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We stopped this villain wiping out this entire hospital. <laughs> he oh, should be thanking us. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, I, I, I yeah, really said this is some fun villains in Kingmaker. Yeah, yeah. Also. One of my, my, my favorite character. One of also, my another funny one. So. Who? Wait, I'm um, 
um, a certain curse from Josh. That, oh, um, I know which one you're talking that, about. Uh, <laughs> led to a strong tradition in both Kingmaker and um, Regicide of certain characters losing their weapons. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, th- I thought you were talking about that other trump card from Josh. <laughs> that was. Um... I did specifically say curse. You're right, you're right. <laughs> I thought, I thought you meant the trump card from Josh, the the one that um caused all the issues inside <laughs> inside vigil. Oh man. Yeah, um, yeah, technically he's technically he fixed his own problem like we have to. <laughs> technically, by making them resort to using the undead. <laughs> By destroying the walls, he created a problem that he had to come back and fix his last load. Yo, dude, oh, I'm so mad I didn't put that together at the time. Like, oh, <laughs> damn, dude, we <laughs> we could have brought that and up. And the triple trump card played, so it makes me even worse. Yes. <laughs> we could have brought that up too when he's on the show. You know, this is all your fault, right, Josh? All of it. <laughs> <laughs> We only gave him a helping hand, but this is definitely ninety-five to five percent. Ninety-five percent being him. <laughs> oh man! Uh, but yeah, the curse just did for a certain someone to steal certain someone's yeah. living metal axe, uh-huh. and then Raren stealing Rick and Grishka's other axe. I wonder. And then. All the Axis Rena's lost, all the weapons Jake's lost. <laughs> Has Rex even used a weapon yet? His, no, I don't think so. Because if he hasn't, I'm because if he hasn't, I might have to do something. <laughs> <laughs> Jake listens to these, so you, <laughs> he's gonna be very upset. <laughs> hey look. <laughs> I've played the most trump cards and curses so far unless Anna wants to do anything to change that. But <laughs> oh. I have played a fair few fortunes favors as well, but I've definitely played the most trump cards and curses. I'm definitely going to keep trying to keep myself there. <laughs> I wonder if he's going to bring back that character that stole uh, Grishka's axe. To, um... Well, Baronland's uh, patron campaign might find him. Oh, okay. Okay, so we'll, we'll just have to wait and see. I, I don't know if they have or not, but they're probably the ones most likely to bump into him first. Yeah. I mean, he, he's he's in the Baronland, so maybe he'll make his way up to somewhere that's not as hostile, like Kajinxi. Yeah, no. <laughs> maybe. You'll probably have the best weapon there. <laughs> oh, man. I, one of my uh, favorite annoying little NPCs, of course, is Phaedro. I, I, I like Phaedro. He's like the perfect perfect balance between annoying and witty. <laughs> no. No. He's, oh, man. I love him as an NPC. Um, I thought I thought the, the death of Raven was pretty cool. Um, it was a it was a touching scene. Like like Shinny said in the chat, I think that day was like she's crying and she knows nothing about this character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I think yeah. he gave him a really cool send off. Um, 
and, and uh, uh, I want to see uh, how the Black Blade affects, you know, in the future. Polyam. <laughs> All that shit from Rarity keeps getting. <laughs> and Rarity's dead. Yeah, we both have sort of have a little gripe with uh, Kingmaker thing where after Rarity's death, they kind of lost all the tension yeah yeah I, at least that's what it felt like well it, it felt like that to me too because it was it's not being like oh or can they rescue Rayrin in time thing to being like uh i mean they're there and then i thought maybe we would get to see them fighting in the war a little bit um but we didn't get to see that because they basically got told what they needed to be told and then got sent off into the astral plane. So, to me... It wasn't even like... It wasn't even like a, it was a morning session or anything like that. Yeah. It was just a... So now what's happening? <laughs> rather than... Rather than um, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 keeping the flow. That, that's definitely a thing, too. Like, it was... I guess... I mean, got the flow back once we got the insect devouring, but... um. <laughs> Otherwise, for a little bit there, it wasn't that great. That's just my opinion. <laughs> I was I was a little bit disappointed at the end, though, because I kind of wanted to see. I, I mean, we all knew it was ending. Like I I like, I think I spoke to you, and, and we're like we were we both were like, yeah, it's going to be ending pretty soon. But we were hoping that um, it might go on just a, a tad bit longer. I think I wanted to see like a big boss type thing at the end, like before. They got to revive the um, the mm -hmm. well, yeah. the god uh, yeah. before they could complete their mission. But <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> like I I would have liked to see like even even if like they they couldn't take down the queen maybe like a commander or a high commander or whatever to be able to see them fight that thing because it it was basically they what one of the last fights they had is like the intellect devour mm -hmm. and it was like. Uh... <laughs> I mean, technically, only one of them had that fight. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, considering it's how that everyone else is a spell cast and they kind of get their spells back in there, still kind of made sense. What they true. Yeah. True. True. Yeah, they they never got a chance to fully acquaint themselves to the astral plane. Yeah, I guess so. At least it wasn't a couple of sessions of just falling through the astral plane like last night. <laughs> 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 that is true <laughs> oh man uh, we didn't even get to see Jake's cool fucking abilities <laughs> before this series ended <laughs> oh whose fault's that <laughs> <laughs> oh man but um yeah I, I kind of would have wished for a cool boss fight but uh, you know I obviously it wasn't that kind of that kind of the time for that. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I don't know. I actually don't know if they were specked out for that kind of campaign actually, because they were kings for so long. It was like what from session yeah. two to. I mean, the leadership feats and things like yeah. that. Well, didn't have leadership, but natural ruler and things like that. That's a feat that could have been something else if they wanted to be fighting in the astral plane. Yeah, right, right, right. So, yeah, I guess I guess it makes sense because they weren't they actually weren't specked out for that kind of stuff. But, but um yeah I like I said I I fully agree with you. 
after the death of Raven, it was it was I, I was fine with it when it happened because I, I mean I obviously we all kind of saw it coming. <laughs> but so I was fine with it. It was just you know I was kind of hoping for some ramp up and like some trying to get to the um trying to get to the arbiter type adventure thing, but that didn't happen either. But it was it was very cool. I think Planeswalker was very cool for being able to see some of the um, iconic D and D stuff, like yeah. Intellect Devourers, the City of Brass, um, Geth. Geth. yet the Geth. You're right. Yep. Uh, Gee, that fucking voice cracked. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the whole time, dude. <laughs> so. But yeah, it was it was very cool to be able to see some of that iconic D and D stuff. Um, that, but you know, they are having a new series with the same players, which is very cool. I'm very excited to see where they where where they take this campaign and that kind of stuff. They're already teasing the hype train things. Yep, yep. I'm looking to see where he does with that. Let's see if anything like that happens. <laughs> It seems like Doug has a really cool idea for it, so I'm I'm very interested in it. I'm also I also want to see what he does with the um with the Patreon thing, since the chess doesn't seem to be a big factor anymore. Like the chess and the and the um their I forget what the other award, rewards were. It was like with Patreon I mean I'm sorry, with Kingmaker it was the NPCs, but uh and with um they were all supposed to get npcs just uh we just said kind of <laughs> derailed that well even with throne keeper he figured it didn't he really make as much sense as, it yeah it didn't really make as much sense on throne keeper yeah so he changed characters it to that player characters doesn't seem to make much sense yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. but um but yeah um hmm. so we decided dodged five npcs that could have helped them <laughs> And let two of them die. <laughs> I'm just sad. I'm I'm always sad that Vance died, and I'm not. I I think it was good. I think it was cool that he like. I'm only sad that he died because he was a good character, um, and the way he went out kind of sucked <laughs> for him, for his story at least, for his story, but. You're taking that gel and you put back into a worse gel and die in gel. Yeah, that's what sucks, dude. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hey, hey guys, why don't we be less violent? <laughs> and then he was like, go to jail. <laughs> but uh, it, it was, it was, I think it was a, a good way for him to go out, you know. Um, I'm just sad that he ended up dying in the gate. <laughs> Where he ended up getting to where he was going even faster than he needed to get there. So that was a fun curse though. And um when they did go to the gate, mm-hmm. they dropped a curse where um giving uh Ophios a particularly um unhelpful cellmate. <laughs> <laughs> and then he made us work his way around it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I like uh Taser Face, he was kinda of cool. So. But uh, before we jump into <laughs> retrospecting our red side, let's just end the episode here. <laughs> we want to thank you all for joining us. Um, 
once again in another episode. Also, um, we want to thank Kingwalker for all of the good times and all the players and uh, you know, obviously coming up with the, all the uh, campaign ideas and worlds and all that. Um, it's been a great ride. I think all of the players have have and they they know they have done really well uh, playing out their characters and playing out such characters that we all could uh, easily root for, even if we do throw huge obstacles in their way. <laughs> it's more fun that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks to the things now. <laughs> I still gotta figure out which campaign to drop that one. In. I can't wait to see. Yeah, I can't wait to see. I'm looking forward to see where you drop the the fiend at. But um, once again, they, thank you all. I'll wait and see a little bit after what we find out what infamy is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, thank you all for joining us once again. Um, and hashtag King Kingwalker. You know. <laughs> Kingswalkers, yeah. Yeah, let's 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 hashtag Kingswalkers this. Uh the yeah. will have no idea what the hell we're talking about, and that'll be the best part. <laughs> and, um, as usual, tears for the strong. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Tears for the strong <laughs> tears for the strong. Anyway. <laughs> have a good week, everyone. Thank you. Have a good one.